0: You're on The Clarity Call, I'm Alicia and I'm Kimberly, and this is episode 129, Validation. Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast dedicated to providing useful information and guidance to those seeking encouragement and support while navigating the challenges of caring for a loved one with special needs.
1: We are sisters living in Texas and passionately advocating for the special needs community. Between us, we have 16 children, six of whom have a medically
0: complex diagnosis or are considered special needs. Join us on a journey of mindful awareness that is sure to help you gain an enlightening perspective to help you embrace, create, and live a life you love. Here we go. We're glad you're back for another week. We hope that your new year is off to a great start. Um, we uh, have some fun things to catch up on and share with you today. And before we jump into our topic of validation today, uh, Alicia will start us off with our reality check.
1: Okay, so this is a great one for me because I'm not good at it. Oh, we're <laughs> validation, learning. we're is learning. Not my jam, but. I think I was so busy raising kids it was much easier for me as a mom to just like tell. Just tell them what to do. Tell them how should, yeah. they should feel. Tell them what to get done. If you do this, you get this result. You know, and I've learned obviously now that I'm almost done with my children that I did it mostly wrong.
0: Well, there's no wrong. <laughs> mostly, there's just what you
1: knew. Yeah, And so I think, okay, as I look now, I'm working harder on some things but case in point, I get a Text message from one of my children the other day, and she says to me, um, "I'm just going to share it." She says, "I got a question. I've been living on five to six hours of sleep a night since I've been waking up early, and I physically don't think I can live like that. Do you think that getting up at six and doing some small like yoga, then working out after work, is just a good? Is just as good, and will still help me succeed?" I've been waking up at 5 and getting to bed at 10 or 10.30, which means I don't fall asleep till basically 11, and I'm not getting enough sleep to truly function. I don't want to give up on myself, but I think at my stage of life, it's not possible to push myself like this. And I'm like, you need at least 7 to 8 hours a night for sure. (laughs) Like, that was my answer, right? It's like, I didn't even validate one thing she said. I mean... I, I just wanted to reassure her that, yes, in fact, she needs more sleep than she's probably getting. So mm-hmm. I agreed with that. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. And she's like, well, and if I'm not doing that, what do I do? So I think we think our kids come to us for, like, just the tell answers. me what to do, right? Tell
0: me the answers.
1: And so because they ask that, I'm very direct. Like, okay, here's the answer. I'm not, like, a game player or, like, this... Um, like a magic ball reader where I can just be like, what do they really want me to tell them? You know, what mm-hmm. What are they really seeking? Yeah. You know, ding, 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 validation. And I'm just not, that hasn't been my jam. I'm just, they seek a question, I give an answer. I Or like, this is what you need to do. Or this is how you, that can fix that. Or da, da, da. Or if you're hearing them complain all the time, like... I don't like how I look. I don't like how I feel. I da 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 da. Then it's like, well, then do this.
0: And that's how we and were you'll raised, get a result. Though. And I feel like that that was very much. It's it's an instinctual, primal part of our brain to be asked a problem, especially by someone we love. Our initial reaction is going to be, how do I fix this for them? I love them. I want them to have the best of everything. Fix it.
1: Right. And so therefore, it
0: feels uncomfortable even for me
1: when I I'm talking, and someone doesn't like give suggestions of how to fix it. And they're just like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I see that. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, well then tell me something. Right. Because yeah. that's all I've ever been programmed to do. Right. And so even like with us, when I'll say things to you, sometimes I feel like she doesn't really hear me. She's not really, doesn't give a garbage about what I'm saying right now. So why oh, I'm just going to stop talking about it, you know, because you don't really feel. And so I think it's really super important, whether you're on either side of the coin to be like, validate get in their world like yes. I then I went on to kind of give another so then I went on the opposite end of the spectrum I was like oh here's all the answers and here's the why and blah la, and I'm in it with you and I'm here for you right and it's just like well I'm not desperate and I'm not this and I'm not you know so then I was like oh great see I was misunderstood all the way around so I'm still working on how to do the right I mean to get to approach it the proper way but I really do think and I've learned in even in my um, therapy sessions that I've been going to is that when someone just listens and yeah, with a little bit of, of informative, like this is what I'm hearing or this is what I'm seeing, you know, and that validation comes out, they seek their, they find their own truth right as they sit with it. Yes. And so as we try to validate others' pain or others' problems or others' challenges or joys, all of the above, any emotion, then... They learn the ability to sit with themselves and feel the feelings that they really are wanting to have. It's in there.
0: Yeah. It makes me think of a client I was coaching recently. And she, what I ended up sharing with her is because she still really struggles with like this uh, believing in her own infinite self-worth. And, you know, that she is worthy and whole and complete no matter what. That nobody could ever change that. Um, Anyways, so... I was telling her, uh, you can borrow from others, and that's kind of what you're what you're saying. As when you tell someone, "I see you, I hear you, and I love you," it helps them believe it for themselves. And when you can believe that you're seen and you're heard and you're loved, you can then. Find the solutions for yourself, inside yourself.
1: Right. And I do I do notice that I've done a lot better, giving myself a little pat on the back, finally, after coming through all this, is I'm realizing that even when we have conversations back and forth with my, you know, when I do with, with my children, mm-hmm. the last thing I try to wrap up with for sure is even if I feel like I've been misunderstood or, you know, I'm not saying the proper things, or even if I do, I always am saying now I'm sorry this is so hard for you. I'm here for you. I love you. Right. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Like every time. And so, and I feel, and then I sit with peace with myself too. Right. I think that's going to open door to continue to allow them to come back
0: mm-hmm.
1: and try again, try again, try yeah. again. Or just know that, yeah, hey, I'm i a partner with you in this and we'll do whatever. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. No, I with my oldest, I'm so grateful that she will now come to me and I don't have to say, do you want me to help you are you looking for a solution or do you just want me to listen and so for several conversations probably for a year or more that's how we start i started the conversations with her but she now knows that when she's going to come to me with something she will tell me now hey i just need to vent i just need you to hear me right now or she will start the conversation by saying hey i need help i need a problem solver i need a fix i want your advice like she knows now that I'm just going to listen and love her and show up for her as the mom that I want to be. And if she wants or needs something specific from our relationship, she needs to ask for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying really hard to do that for myself as well in my relationships. And is saying, hey, I just need you to hear me right now. Or, hey, I'm seeking a solution to a problem or you know like we have to communicate our needs because other people can't read our minds mm-hmm. and we also have like I was talking to a friend yesterday who was sharing with me um, she has some similar challenges to me right now and so we were going back and forth a little bit and my initial reaction was to um, like commiserate with her mm-hmm. like oh like yeah do I get that yep that's yeah. painful you're right that's you know and I just wanted to share examples in my life of what I was experiencing that it sounded like she was experiencing. But what we've heard <clears throat> from what we'll share with you today by from Adam Grant is that that's not actually really helpful. Mm-hmm. That actually diminishes what someone else is experiencing. And so knowing that we were going to record this podcast today, I took a step back from wanting to commiserate and be like, I've experienced the same thing, I've felt the same thing, and I just went... That really sucks. And I'm so sorry you're going through that, and I love you.
1: I think we say it to be relatable, though. Of like, course I we think, do. I think we think well, if we say that, then they feel safe knowing that I understand. That's there's a difference in having that sympathy versus the empathy. Mm-hmm. And so, I I think like you're saying, it's a natural thing to want to say, yeah, I hear you, I get you. Like there's you know nothing right. you can say that I don't understand in that you know whatever. Yeah. Just because you want to be on equal playing grounds, because it's really hard when you come to someone that you feel, oh, they have had no problem, so they're not going to get what I'm saying. Yeah. And you hope that it's going to help them open up and want to talk and share more, but you're right. It's that balance that you're trying to have.
0: Well, and she knows enough about my life that if she wanted my advice or counsel or how did this feel for you, she would ask me. Yeah. You know, and that's what oftentimes we don't wait. We just jump right in and we don't wait for the other person in the relationship to ask. When really, they just probably need to be heard. So what Adam Grant says, and if you're not following him on Instagram, he's at Adam M. Grant. And everything he posts is phenomenal. Like, I'm so grateful I'm following him. But this particular post says, when people are hurting, we often tell them how they should feel. What usually helps more is validating how they do feel. Sharing our perspective is less comforting than showing we understand their perspective. Right. Emotions have to be recognized before they can be regulated. Oh my gosh. Like if you have been listening to anything that we've been talking to you about, when we say you have to process your emotions, this is another way to say that. So I'm going to say it again and really hear it because maybe this will resonate for you a little better. Emotions have to be recognized before they can be regulated. So I think it is Brene Brown that says name your emotions Hmm. go in. And even if it doesn't feel like that's exactly what it is, like do your best to label it because it lets you recognize it so that you can do the work of processing and regulating it again. It's just super important work to do. And so I've been thinking also a lot about the scripture that says, um, you know, mourn with those that that mourn comfort those that stand in need of comfort. And and also, in this post that Adam Grant shares, he uh, there's this little picture that I'll share on post <laughs> that I'll share on uh, social media. I'll post this when this podcast comes out, but he gives this little diagram about comforting others. And he says what we often do when we we try to help them reframe it, right? We try to say, well, you should feel this way. Right? Focus on the silver lining. Find the positive. There's positive in everything, right? It won't be like this forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put yourself in their shoes. No, 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 no. Like reframing it is dismissive of the emotion. It's it tells them that they shouldn't feel what they're feeling, right? But he says what may work better is validate what they're feeling. That sucks and I would be upset too you know?
1: Yeah, so I have a question it makes me think. So what if you ha- if you know somebody's going through something by their body language, by their actions, by their facial expressions. You know by the the other language, right? All the body languages. And they want to lash out and be a certain way without telling you what the problem is. So you don't you don't yet have an opportunity to comfort them in because you don't know what's going on. Right. How do you address that with them? Um,
0: well, if you can read body language. Do you just say, man, it looks like you're upset. And yeah. It
1: looks like that bothers you, and I'm really sorry. That, yeah. That must seems, feel horrible. It seems
0: like you're going through something challenging. Do you want to talk about it? Like, I think opening a door. So
1: validating without even knowing can even be a real sure, thing. For sure.
0: For sure. Yeah, like, hey, I love you. I'm here for you. If you need space, perfect. If you want to talk about it, I got you. You know, just opening the door so that you can validate in a way that is meaningful and useful and helpful rather than like Alicia and I were talking about what we tend to do with our kids, especially our young kids is tell them it's okay. You're okay. Yeah. Right. You don't need to cry about this. You don't have to feel scared, right? We try and tell them how they should feel rather than, validating how they do feel for example when Caden has a blood draw every time even though as soon as the needle goes in he goes oh that's no big deal right (laughs) but leading up to when the needle goes in every single time he's like this is gonna hurt oh my gosh no I'm scared you know and for the longest time I was like you're fine remember it doesn't it's not a big deal it doesn't end up hurting calm down right I'm trying to like Fast forward him him to the point where I'm like, you're forgetting that this is no big deal. And this last blood draw that we did, I, you know, remembered, no, he totally gets to be scared. He gets to feel anxious. He's watching this sharp object go into his body. That's disconcerting. (laughs) Yeah. Let it be scary. And so as he got worked up, I just was like, it's okay, buddy. I'm here for you. I've got you. I'm holding on to you. What do you need? It's okay to be scared. I feel scared sometimes too. Mm. you know and so i i just leaned into his fear and his body was much less tense he was like not frantically crying he was like just more sad more like i have to go through this yeah not but just so much less frantic when i was validating that it was okay for him to feel exactly how he was feeling right you know so I think that we can show up better for others in their lives by remembering whatever they're feeling is a hundred percent what they should be feeling and not try to convince them that anything's gonna be okay that they feeling a different way would be better you know we know that when we're sad or you know, when we want to cry or when we want to be upset, the last thing we want is for someone to tell us to feel different than we do. Like, right. what were we just talking about the other day? Like, Dad would always tell me, be still. Oh, yeah. and, and you would be like, he would say, relax. 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 And so, like, hearing that from someone else, you're like, no. Like you want to do the opposite, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It used to make me so <laughs> mad. He knows that too.
0: Sorry, dad. But no. yeah. And, and I, I remember like, oh. like when he would tell me, be still. I just wanted to like move my entire body as fast and hard as I could. <laughs> it's like, it's our natural instinct to want to do like the opposite of what you're being told you should do or you should feel. And so let's just remember that we want to feel how we want to feel and that we can give that will be the best way to validate others is to just more often than not people don't want to fix exactly. they want
1: someone to listen
0: right they'll tell you if they want to fix you know yeah. or you can ask them hey I'm to help you find a fix." I see you I hear you I love you and I'm here to just listen or if you would like my opinion or counsel or whatever on this matter I'm also happy to do that what do you need right now
1: I think in this day and age too, this just makes me think you know where we're in the world of texting and social media and so much indirect communication, it has really made it challenging to to even understand where people are coming and going. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we know human nature. We know human needs. But all of this technology, you know, for lack of better words, garbage, that way we try to communicate, is not the true human way, right? The touch. Right the the in-person the voice the things that we really we were made to to you know to hear people with our ears to speak with our mouth and everything's just coming through our fingers through you know something and so that just leaves the world open for all kinds of indirect messages Mm -hmm. uh, you know a bunch of jarbled communication and we just have to get so much more clear and present and calm Mm -hmm in the true way we were born to communicate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's funny. Cause as you're saying that I'm thinking about my, um, daughter and son-in-law came over last night just for a very short time, just to feel connected and say hi. And, um, and I knew that Mark had had a particularly challenging morning. That's my son-in-law. And, um, it's, natural for me to reach out to my children and to like my immediate family members as far as physical touch is concerned I'm still learning that with him like it comes to my mind but it's not as natural as children I've birthed of course and but yesterday it it, for the first time felt so much more natural because I've been practicing that of reaching out physical touch that really is another great validating way if someone you know seems like they want to receive that you know I was just asking him how their day was and what was going on and and he made a very small comment but I just went over and gave him a big hug and I'm like I'm so sorry you had a challenging day and I love you and you know and it opened him up Mm -hmm. and then he started sharing you know a little bit more about his day and and whatever It, it just was really amazing how We really do. When we lean in to what someone is experiencing, it really does open them and build more connection inside a relationship, which is really what it's all about. Right. Yeah.
1: So as we wrap this episode up, we need to continue to remind you through the new year that the happiness of your life depends on the quality
0: of your thoughts. Yes. And since we mentioned this today, in the podcast, this Would You Rather is extremely appropriate. Okay. Because would you rather have a secret switch that would make your brothers and sisters be quiet <gasps> or have a secret switch that can make your mom and dad be quiet? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, um, well, I think it's different. There's it different would situations, probably be, right? It would probably be
1: different if you were all still living in the same home together. Totally would have been siblings because mom and dad didn't... I don't feel like they were talking as much as the kids right
0: oh well of course and being i think about our face times calls now like we all get on facetime together my siblings and you know all of us siblings and my parents and my parents are actually the quietest i think
1: yeah yeah so i don't know who would turn off but um <laughs> my kids probably wish they could turn their parents off or turn their mom off so i don't know
0: yeah i know my kids would pick their siblings for sure yeah um And I think just based on where we're at in our lives on, like, our FaceTime calls and stuff, I would love to hear more what mom and dad are, you know, are thinking. Because I feel like I can see their facial expressions, and I'm like, I would love to know what they're thinking right now and have them speak up a little more, and maybe we be a little more quiet. So I think I would choose siblings probably for my switch. Okay. At this point. What did you pick? I don't know.
1: Well, you have to pick.
0: That's a would you rather. It's just an on or off. No. (laughs) 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 Um... Well, I
1: don't feel like I talk more to mom and dad. I feel like than, I mean on to turn off siblings. I don't know.
0: Hmm. Hmm. But do you ever want to just like talk to mom and dad and have? I'm in a place where
1: I need a little more direction at times, so I'm probably not going to turn off the parental figures at okay. this point
0: probably have
1: to do the siblings sorry guys it
0: really really will depend i think where you uh, where you are in your life life. but it's just interesting to reflect on that as we're talking about validation so
1: have a great week and we'll see you again thanks for joining us on the clarity call
0: please like and share it and we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review Be sure to check out claritycallcoaching.com to join our weekly newsletter and sign up for your first free coaching session. You can also connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram as The Clarity Call and on Facebook as Clarity Call.